Welcome to the Daniel Burke Show. I want to create a hundred episodes of podcasts. The longest Snapchat I've ever felt. One a day. Coming on. No real purpose. Coming on. No real topics to cover. Coming on. Just me talking. Coming on. Coming on. Three, two, one. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to day 18 of the Daniel Burke Show. Got a really special episode for you guys today. I uh, got my boy Joey here. How are we guys? Uh, it's the first episode I've actually had someone on the show rather than just me talking. Mm. We're sitting on Joey's balcony. I'll be honest with you, we literally just recorded an entire show practically. <laughs> what was it? Pretty much. It, I reckon it was a good 25 minutes nearly. 25 minutes, 30 minutes of audio in his pool. We were poolside. Poolside, yep. but uh, the iPhone turns out it was in the sun a bit. And I should have seen this coming and ended up with a temperature warning and we lost every single piece of audio that we recorded before. But that's all right. We're back with a vengeance. We're going to hit it again. Probably a bit more concise than what we were last time. We were a bit all over the shop, but who knows? This show has no rules, and I do not edit any of these episodes before I upload them. So what you hear is what, what we were saying, virtually. What you get. But what do, we, what do we start off with today? We started off with um, the Bikram Yoga. So we did go over that a fair bit, but... Um, Basically, earlier in the week, I've gotten a little bit curious about yoga, and I will attribute that to my, my partner, my girlfriend, Amelia. She does yoga, and getting into mobility training a lot more um, Oh yeah, for both Burke and I, we were getting quite curious, well, I was getting quite curious about yoga and the practices, so I, I wanted to try it, try something new, more than just the regular stretching that we try at gym, and um, it was... Pretty buckling. <laughs> Pretty buckling. What would you uh, put that on in terms of uh, physical activities you've ever done? Where's that rank? On, oh, okay, on well, in, in comparison to, say, Tough Mudder, um, definitely up there. Like, by the end of Tough Mudder, that took me, what, a good four... What four Tough Mudder did you do? Um, I did one in May last year, 2016. How um, long was that? 20 Ks. Yeah, yeah. and that was... Um, I think it took four or five hours or something, and I was about ready to tap out at the 18k mark. Really? And if I could compare that to Bikram Yoga in comparison to time, we were there for an hour and a half, and if the 18 kilometer mark in Bikram Yoga was an hour 20, that's where I was about to tap out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right at the very end, I was about to just, nah. Just... <laughs> As I was talking about Spartan Race last week, I did that on Saturday, and I, I likened that Bikram Yoga to the amount of mental and physical effort I had to put in today compared... That was up there with Spartan Race. Yeah. And Spartan Race was in 40-degree heat, outdoor, oh, 16K long. And this... How, what, what's Bikram Yoga? What's the temperature in the it's room? It's 40 degrees and it's very, very humid. So you can oh, imagine yeah. a lot of sweaty people in a room, an enclosed room with minimal ventilation. Just that to, smell. Just to keep the pong. <laughs> the you pong. walk in... You walk in and you literally get hit with a wall of stench. It's it's like imagine, imagine a public like it it literally like a public toilet. Go go sit in a sauna with your shoes on and no socks for maybe a good half hour, oh, and then yeah. then come out and <laughs> put your shoes back into the box that you bought them in. Leave them there to marinate for about a week, and uh, bring them out. Give them a sniff, and that's probably the smell you're going to get in the Bikram Yoga room. I mean, you do, I'll be honest, you do get used to the smell, but for the first, what, three to five minutes, it was just, 
far out. This is thick air. Uh, like, I think I think that's more of a mental choice. Like you just have to accept that the smell is there. You don't really get used to it. You just accept it. <laughs> yeah, and look at us. We're complaining about a room that smells a little bit. How we're weaklings and. We did an hour and a half of yoga, whatever. But actually, if you've never done Bikram yoga before, it is it is very difficult. Highly we, recommend. We do uh, we work out together almost what four to five times a week, probably. Mm-hmm. And that I've, I don't think I've ever sweated so much ever. No, definitely not through a workout. And just doing that yoga, I've sweated probably more ever than any workout and I was I was going into this yoga session thinking it was going to be some sort of relaxing like take everything slow type operation but definitely we weren't we weren't going at a fast pace I'll give it that but the instructions the girl was yelling out at the start like she was it sounded like an army commando Mm. like what was she saying she's like Raise your elbows, raise your elbows, breathe in, breathe in, chin off chest, chin off chest, stomach in, tighten your abs, straighten your spine, literally like that. Mm. Like for Further, pushing, doing side bends, and she's like, hips out, shoulder back, all yeah. right, push, it was like further, a, further, further. Here we, here we are trying to, trying, to, trying to stay alive, <laughs> and we're copping, copping this abuse from, from the instructor, and fair enough, she's, she's instructing it to the whole class, but... I don't know, how did you feel? Did you? I felt like it was directed at me half the time. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And we, we did get a mention at the start of the class because we were new sign-ups. We're the newbies, we got yeah. shouted out. Yeah, we, we got a shout-out. Welcome Joe and Daniel to the class, first-timers. And we were like, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, everyone keep your eyes on us and uh, that'll, um, that'll teach you what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> Watch these two idiots buckle themselves, pretty much. <clears throat> but um, all the poses, I'll be honest, weren't... That difficult, but what made it difficult was the heat and what I need to... I did learn what I need to work on. I think I need to work on mm. balance. Oh, big one. That was that was major. Um, some of the things she was saying too was, was really good. If you imagine... I don't know what the pose is called, but imagine you're on one leg. You've got that the same leg. So I'm on my left leg. I've got my left arm hanging forward and I've got my right leg um, in my right hand. And oh, the I'm, dancer's pose. Yeah, the dancer's pose. I'm kicking like a ballerina. Yeah. And pose. I didn't realise the more you kick back with your right leg, the more you kick back into your hand... Mm, the uh, easier it is to bounce. The easier it is to bounce. Yeah. Yeah. That, she was saying that, and I was like, I was trying to I never focus, thought about it like that. Yeah, I was trying to focus on it as well, and then yeah. I think it was like probably the, the third time we tried the pose, that was when it kind of clicked, and I was like, oh, if I do push back instead of just trying to find my balance, if I do this, I just my body just automatically balances. And as they said from the start, like just whenever you feel tired or if you feel like you need a drink of water, most often you, you, you're losing your way in terms of your breath. That's what I liked a lot. It yeah. was just bring everything back to the breath. Mm-hmm. It's how powerful is the breath? Incredible. <laughs> and I mean, I mentioned it before, before the last recording decided to just not save itself. Um, likening it to a, a moving meditation. Because yeah, it was just so fo- fo- so focused on your breath, and she even mentioned a couple of times if you if you feel your mind wandering, just bring it back to focus on your breathing in and out. Yeah. So it was definitely like a moving meditation. I can't like when I when I was in those poses trying to balance, and then as soon as I went from just trying to balance to uh, rather than trying to balance, like forgetting about balancing and just focusing on the breath, mm. whilst looking at a single point in the mirror, which is what the lady kept saying, like focus on the breath focus on one point in the mirror, the balance would just come naturally. 
Mm. Like, rather than try to balance, I would just focus on the breath, and then it would... It's it like would the more there. you thought about it, the more distracted from it you became. Oh, 100%. I nearly Which felt... I, mean, really I kept falling over every time I lost... As I knew it. I could pinpoint... As soon as, like, I had a lapse in concentrating on my breath, I would, I would fall over. Mm. Like, it's, we nearly hit like, each other a yeah, few times. concentrating so hard on not doing the thing that your margin for error became so small that you were just... You were going to fuck up, regardless. Yeah. Exactly. So you, you sometimes need a larger margin for error, because, so you have a, a pretty much a wider gap to fail in. Yeah, she was, although she was like sounded like an army commando at the start. What she was saying was all right. Mm. Like you can tell the instructor she'd been doing it for a while. What was it? What was the place called? Bikram Hot Yoga or something? Yeah, um, I think it was just called Bikram Bikram Yoga. Yeah, was the because um, Bikram is is some Indian yogi guy who. Who started it's the whole his thing? Name. His yeah. name. His name. Style of yoga and the guy's name. So that's why I suppose Bikram is the style, but a lot of places call it hot yoga because they actually can't use his name yeah. un- under their studio. <clears throat> it's not and we went zero to hero. Like, yeah, I've never done did. a proper yoga class before. At, at, at the gym we go to... I've never done yoga ever, to be I, honest. I, yeah, I've, I, I've jumped in on the back end of, like, some classes for like 10 minutes but it was this was like room temperature and way more relaxed mm. this one was like zero to hero like it's like we're talking doing a hundred meter sprint race at your year four class to going to like olympic finals oh man that's what i felt like it was painful <laughs> and there was a few ones with laying down on her backs and then she's like all right arms up above your head and it'd be like a snap sit up reaching forward towards your toes oh and i think by like the sixth time we did that i was just like about I just couldn't move that fast. It yeah. was it was not a snap sit up. It the was head very... rushes you get from that. Yes. Oh, like and you just a barrel of sweat. Yeah, Joey's dog is asleep on the balcony. Oh, she's just tapped out with us. She's. I think I think I'm gonna be like her later. But mm-hmm. no, I got I got work this afternoon. But I don't know how I'll go back to living, living normally today after experiencing that. Mm. That's a phenomenal experience. I'd definitely do it again. I only bought the one pass, but um. I think I'll try like other places and see what they're like because that was that was Bikram. I might see like what other other places do. Would definitely like to go back. So I'm definitely gonna try that again. I'll try and do it at least once a week, at least. But um, we'll see how long I can keep that up because that was very taxing on the body. How about your pants at the end? Oh my goodness! <laughs> so the pants I was wearing are like just normal gym pants you get from Kmart or something, but they they're kind of similar to a towel material, and Literally, we recorded it after the session. I had to wring my pants out. They were that soaking wet. And it was like... I there can't was believe. quite a bit that came out of them. I could not believe. It was like a wet towel. Like it, a beach towel. Like someone had dropped the towel into a pool and then picked it out and had to like wring it out. It was disgusting. I don't think I've ever sweated that much. Ever. No. <clears throat> definitely yeah. not. Like you move your head and all the sweat from your hair would drip into your ears. And it felt as if you, you were going underwater. That's literally what I felt like. I literally oh, felt the sweat in my ears feel yeah. as if it was I was underwater. Tip upside down, it would drip into your nose and it would just ugh, straight up into your sinus. You, you ever sweated in your sinus? I'm kind it's of not glad. fun. Or when it gets in your eyes, and you, oh, you could barely see. Like, I could barely see what I was doing. I had so much like, sweat. Open your eyes, head to the ceiling, open your eyes. Just like, I can't. <laughs> look, look into the light, look into the light, find a place. 
I can't open my eyes. And you can't even wipe the sweat out of your eyes because your entire body to your fingertips is covered in sweat. <laughs> that you try and wipe it out, you're just putting more sweat in your face. You just like you, you just can't. It was a great experience. It was. Oh, it, was it was good. Yeah, despite the sweat, I'm actually think. Speaking of sweat, I'm glad we were the first class mm. because. By the end, there was literally like three or four puddles around my oh. yoga mat of my, my sweat. And other people were literally walking into that to start using the class. I couldn't imagine. Like I the floor was imagine. wet. That's how much we were sweating. Oh, yeah. And the yoga mat that we hired, we had to hire yoga mats because obviously us being us, beginners, newbies, didn't bring our own things. Didn't think that one through. No yoga mat. But this, That's right. this, this mat that they gave us, I'm pretty sure they would have just turfed it otherwise. Because it's just, it, yeah. It was dripping wet. Probably had to wring that one out too. So now what is it? It's like 10, 10.45. We started yoga at 7. seven. seven. We did it for an hour and a half. Yeah. Chilled in the pool for a bit. But you haven't eaten yet. I have not eaten yet. <clears throat> Why is uh, that? Getting on to nearly 11 o'clock. I fast every, yeah. day, every day until about 11 a.m. And that's just personal personal practice. Um, I, there so wait, you don't eat any food from... When at night or just until you like whenever you go. Well, to whenever sleep. I wake up, really, because um, my last meal of the day can differ from time to time. Sometimes I won't eat until ten p.m. Yeah. And sometimes I'll my last meal will be eight p.m. Yeah. But it's it's pretty much from whenever I go to bed and whenever I wake up, eleven a.m. I'll I'll fast until eleven a.m. Why is why is that? Um. Like I said, just personal practice in the way my my eating schedule kind of falls into place. Yeah. But there are. A lot of benefits to intermittent fasting that I've yeah, read about. Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just kind of, that's just kind of the way my eating schedule, I suppose, has yeah. worked itself out. Do you find like you get up in the morning and if you don't have to worry about eating, you, you, you get more stuff done or something like that? Is... Well, that too, but I definitely feel a lot less lethargic yeah. in the mornings um, if, I, if I fast definitely. until 11. Because if I, if I get up and I eat straight away or if I have a meal straight away, Generally, my body, my body then goes. All right, I need to sit down. I need to rest. I need yeah. to process this and digest. Hundred percent. So rest and digest. Exactly. The the energy that I would be putting towards other things is now being put towards processing the food that I've just eaten. Yeah. So I, I feel sluggish. I feel slower. Um, there's definitely a wall, a point that I hit where I, I need to eat. Yeah. But um. You get the shakes. Yeah, I, I yeah, I definitely feel a lot more focused. Focused, focused yeah. up until I eat. Because as soon as I eat, yeah, I get, I'll have like a, sh- a shot of energy probably half an hour afterwards when I've digested a little bit of it. But then after that's when my body starts slowing down. It's like I really need to just chill for a bit. And what what so talk me through what it will look like your morning usual morning would look like before eleven a.m. Um, oh, well, usually I get up at four thirty. Four thirty. Four thirty. Like no matter morning. what time you go to bed. Yeah, pretty much. My, my body just morning. decides to wake up. Um, sometimes can differ. Three thirty. Sometimes I wake up. That's just my body clock. Three thirty a.m. Yeah, that's an early rise. That's a, <laughs> it's a very early rise. I'm, I'm usually five thirty six. That's that's a pretty early for me. But three thirty. Three thirty is when my, my eyes and brain decide to turn on a little bit, and then I'll try and forcibly put myself back to sleep. That's excellent. But um, I wouldn't say forcibly put myself back to sleep because there's one one thing you taught me actually, Burke, is set the situation up to always win. So, I, I won't that. sit there and try and go back to sleep. I'll just sit there and close my eyes and, okay, I'm just going to do nothing for the next however long. And usually within about five minutes, I'm back asleep. Yeah. That's how I have, uh, have, have naps. Mm. I, Best I, way instead to have of, naps. 
instead of trying to sleep for 20 minutes, like just lay there and do nothing for 20 minutes and you've said it yourself, usually you just fall asleep, right? Yeah, because you've already won. But yeah. you're doing nothing, so your body's like, oh, well, I've completed that task, so off I go. Set the system up so you always win. That's I pretty love much it. it. So yeah, you wake up between 3.30 and 4.30 and if you want to go back to sleep, you just lay there and do nothing. Pretty much. What, and, um, what's next? Well, not for my benefit, but it is also for my benefit. It just so happens that my benefit's there with the, the, the dog that I have. Um, I get up and I walk her yeah. at usually about 5am. What type um, of dog is it? She's oh, she's a beautiful big black Labrador. It's my beautiful big black bitch. She's a she's asleep on the on the balcony right she's, next to us now. She's tapped out at the moment. Took her for she's a happy a to swing. be here, just like us. Happy to be here. Happy to be alive. Just always, happy to always be chilling stoked. out. That's how I want to live. I want to live like a dog. Dogs always. are stoked to do everything. They're just happy all the time. That's what I want to be like. Pretty much. So, so you walk her. Walk her for about forty five minutes. Half an hour, forty five minutes. I'll take her for a walk, and I I live. I'm lucky enough to live in an absolutely immaculate location in the world. I live right next to a beachfront. So, so I, do I, yeah. We live really... We do have, We do live in an amazing place. Five minutes down the road from each other. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty handy too, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll walk her down to the waterfront, and usually along the waterfront I'll do a, a loop. And um, she, Mary, my dog, um, she knows the drill every morning. I'll be up at the same time, and so will she, and she just has this absolute weapon of a tail, and <laughs> you'll hear it just banging against walls and everything on her way down to get to my room, she'll just be like, whack, 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 and that's pretty much an alarm clock in itself. That's, yeah, that's your morning rise, is getting yeah. woken up by a stoked dog. By a puppy. I can't imagine anything better. There's been, there's been a few mornings where I've just been ridiculously exhausted, yeah. and I haven't, I haven't gotten up at the, uh, the exact time I've needed to, yeah. and she's come in and jumped on me. Because she knows it's walk time. I could imagine. Yeah, so she knows the drill. Yeah. And then I'll, uh, I'll come home, I'll get ready for work. Um, usually I've cooked the night before, my, um, my breakfast that I take. So, how often would you... Sorry to interrupt, you got... Um, I want to find out, what's this... So, meal prepping. How, meal prepping. How right. far ahead would you meal prep? Um, if you, if only, you know? only the night before. So, really, I only meal prep one meal, yeah. not the day, the day before. And that is my breakfast because I just don't have the time in the morning to prep it. And yeah, it's <laughs> I eat the same thing every day, and a lot of people would find that quite boring. Um, I have two burgers and two smoothies, yeah. so I eat four times a day, and coupled up to about three thousand calories. And that 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 hits all of your like all macros, of my macros, all of my calorie intake yeah, and stuff my like nutrients, that. Nutrients, everything I need. And so you prep most of well, you prep that one meal before mm. before the night before. Okay, yep. and that's that's to save time pretty much yeah and that's then, definitely um, something I do too. An- another reason that I drink smoothies because that's also time time saving rather yeah because um, you don't have to sit down and eat you can just drink on the go exactly yeah. you drink that straight out the jug <laughs> <laughs> straight out the jug straight out the jug that's how we do nothing but net straight then, out the um, jug yeah so I'll, I'll do that get my lunch ready and then I'll jet off to work and start at 7 o'clock in the morning um, so you've done all this you've got up early walked yeah, had I'll breakfast. Come back, showered. So uh, wait, do you have breakfast? No, I don't. Okay. Have, I don't. I don't eat at all before work. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will have is probably a coffee. So ca- or, yeah, caffeine. Yeah. yeah. Caffeine, um, coffee or tea, depending on how I'm feeling on the morning. Usually coffee because I just I love coffee. It invigorates my soul. Yeah. Um, I've seen your loyalty card. Yep, it's, <laughs> it's lovely. It's great. Um, Joey goes to the cafe literally about 
500 metres from my house. And uh, Most mornings. Yeah. Definitely most mornings. Um, and another reason I go there is mainly for the banter. The guy that owns the place, I think that's what most people go there for. It's not the coffee, despite it being amazing. It's the uh, the community that he has. Which the is, people, right? Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not the... It's not the product. Not at all. So yeah, not I work all. in an Apple store and a lot of people just come in to say hi. They like being in the store. I'm glad to offer that sort of experience. Beautiful that's what I do a lot of time is, yeah, beautiful human experiences. Hey, Joey, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's something I try to have every day. And I had one this morning. I have one right now. Like this is, this is an experience for both of us. Like I've, I've never really had a conversation with... Uh, one of my best friends. Oh, oh well, sorry. I, we we talk all the <laughs> we time. Don't, we don't have but conversations. We've never, never, we've never recorded one. So uh, this is a new experience. It is. I'm a new enjoying experience. it. I'm having fun. Hmm. So yeah, and, um, I head work, off to work. Work out at the airport. I'll uh, seven seven a.m. till one p.m. So do six hours, and then I'll come home after that. Usually, usually get home about one thirty. I'll eat again. Um, I'll sit down, and make a smoothie. Generally, at that time, I take about half an hour just to relax because being up at four thirty, you can get pretty tired. Obviously, by that time in the afternoon. So yeah, one one p one p.m. four thirty. You're already up for what is that like? Eight, nine hours. Nine, yeah, so that's a, nine hours. Nine hours. Out. You're already yeah. going. Um, that's so a whole work day. That's yeah. I'll I'll take the time to just sit down, relax for a bit, recuperate, and then get ready. Um, have a nap. No, I wouldn't even have a nap most of the time. Yeah. I'll just um. No nap. Just, just take a break. Just literally, just take five. Yeah, and no, uh, that's important. The get changed. Time. Get changed for gym. Jet off to the gym, and because um, that's when we usually go to gym. Like if I've got a day off or if I'm not doing anything, in the afternoon. we go. Yeah, like try, early try to go early afternoon. Like two p.m. three p.m. Yeah, avoid peak hour. Peak um, hour at our gym's what? Like four till about seven. Oh, it's, just, it's terrible. Well, and our gym's not big enough to to cater for the amount of people during peak hour. Oh yeah. Just so oh, I'll do yeah. that. And then I'll, I'll come home, and this is only just recently that I've started this. I've started studying uh, Lithuanian as a language. And Why are you studying that? Oh, I met this very amazing girl mm. um, at Falls Festival, and she is part Lithuanian, and they yeah. s- she speaks that at home to yeah. her family, um, as well as English. Like, they speak English, but that's cool. dual language at home. And I, I figured, hey, you know what, I'll, um, I'll do it to, so I can talk to her family and talk to her in their native language because I thought that would be what's the word I'm looking for it would show that I'm making an effort yeah that's and I it. mean it, it does show she really loves it and I find it very interesting it's it's good to stimulate your brain have um, you ever learnt another language before? I've, I'm not entirely no yeah. I've, I've learnt phrases I've learnt words of just little bits, but I've never dedicated enough time to a full language. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm taking the time to do that. Plus, the amount of benefits, if you look at um, being, what's the word, duolinguistic? Yeah. I think, I don't know, I can't remember. Uh, but, um, bilingual. Bilingual, that's the bilingual, word. Bilingual, that's bilingual. it. Or polyglot, or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's, that's, that's multi, that's like more than five, I think. Polyglot, I don't know. Poly, I think, or maybe poly three. Many. Maybe poly, three. Go many. But yeah, so many, many, many. The benefits to learning a new language are phenomenal. I mean, it, it decreases your risk of dementia, Alzheimer's, just general, wow. yeah, mental disorders. And you just you like, just read about this recently. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, keeping the mind healthy as well as your body. Hundred percent. I I spent like most of last year, six to eight months of last year, learning Mandarin and Japanese, and it's it was a phenomenal experience. 
and I definitely I have I'm not learning them at the moment. I've still probably lost most of the vocabulary I learnt last year, but I've still got the foundation there, and um, that's the hardest part. I think when I if I was to do it again, it's I would learn a very easy language first, and then practice a harder language. But I think you're on a bit of a time frame learning this, aren't you? Yeah. Like, so you well, wanna... I wouldn't say a time frame. I, the biggest thing I wanted to learn was basic Lithuanian, just so I could speak it to yeah, exactly. her parents. Yeah. And um, how do you say hello in Lithuanian? Labas. 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 I like that. But Labas. There's the, Labas. A lot like um, <laughs> a lot of European languages that have masculine and feminine um so is that like a qualities. latin foundation do you know uh latin and sanskrit sanskrit oh wow sanskrit, yeah um, interesting great thing about lithuanian is it's very phonetic so you can how a letter sounds is how it's pronounced there's, there's very few sorry there, there isn't very few there are different language rules certain letters coupled make certain different noises but the language itself is very phonetic and there's not really strange rules that english has like T-I-O-N makes a sh sound, like yeah. a nation. Like tie-in. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't, like, that comes second nature to us. Like, we're so lucky to be born in an English-speaking country and be fluent. Exactly. And after, you realise after starting, well, this is what I realised, after starting to learn another language, you have so much respect for, for people who who are fluent in two languages. Oh, definitely. It's, and people it's look phenomenal. At, people look at uh, foreigners when they're, they, the English isn't that good and they're trying to learn and trying to talk to you and they instantly just kind of palm them off as that person's not smart. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, do you realise how smart they must be in their own language? Yeah. And they're trying to make an effort in a different language. I, it, it totally changed my view. Mm. Like we, in Australia, we get a, a lot of um, Asian tourists and, well, not tourists, even just immigrants like coming here to study. And even I work at the Apple store and there's a, a like a, a large amount of Chinese customers that come in and they're, they're fluent in English. Like, I can't tell, you wouldn't, you could tell me that they're, okay, I can pick it up that their English is not their first language, mm. but for them to be that skilled in a language that's not their first, like, after me practicing Chinese for like three months and I can probably say 10 to 12 words max, mm. like properly, that that blows my mind. And looking back when I was a kid, obviously when you're a baby, you don't have the recollection of learning English straight up, but how long it must have taken me to learn English back then. Yeah, like you've been, we've been learning English for 23 years. Exactly. And we'll so, still say things wrong and... Yeah, we're still fucking up. Till, yeah, still, <laughs> still talk with the wrong grammar. Oh. And don't even get me started on typing and texting and whatnot. Like that's... And the way we, we pronounce some words and we're like... It's just, yeah. I won't be surprised if in the future all you do is communicate via text message with emojis. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing in the future. A, a lot of to. people do that with just fucking Facebook. They just tag each other in memes. And that's, yeah. uh, that's, that's how they communicate. That's how they yeah, communicate. It's just like, let's talk through memes. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. I'm off Facebook for the last month or so. Well, well, I've, deleted the, I've deleted the app off my phone and I've, I'm quite thankful that I did. The endless scrolling, the distraction, it's just not worthwhile. Trying yeah. to create more than I consume. Exactly. I think I've spoken to you about this before. I've spoken, I definitely said on the podcast earlier. Mm. That's, so that's coming back to why I'm learning Lithuanian. Plus, I mean, a lot of language now is dying out because the world is so connected. Everyone communicates in, such, like, in, in kind of one language, English yeah. being one of the main ones. And so a lot of languages are actually dying out. Yeah. So trying to keep, I suppose, 
history alive. I mean, Lithuanian is a language that... Do you know how many people speak Lithuanian? Not many. I think there's per one square kilometre in their country, there is 52 people per one square kilometre. Oh, I don't even know Which what. is a very small That's amount. That's small? I'm I mean, imagining it's small. I think it was 1991. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. Yeah. Um, was when Lithuania literally declared their independence. It was like their... That's like not two very years long, before we were born. Yeah, not very long ago. And Russia invaded them and obviously tried to pretty much kill them all off. They slaughtered so many people and they pretty much tried to can the language. But um, I suppose that gives me a lot of respect for Lithuanian people, despite having been massacred and literally tried to stamp them out and off the face of the earth. They still managed to That's stay crazy. Around. So it's another part of the reason I want to learn the language because it's, it's just, yeah, it's phenomenal. Where is Lithuania on a map? Um, that's a damn fine question. I probably would have to have a look at the map, <laughs> but it's it's very close to Russia. I'm imagining, yeah, like very north, eastern Europe or something like yeah. that. Yeah, close okay. Well, I've learned some about Lithuania there. I didn't even really know. I, like, I would say not even... I didn't even realise it was a country until Joey started talking to me about it a few weeks ago. Hmm. Well, I probably did. You could probably tell me about Lithuania, but I wouldn't recognise it as a a full-blown country with a language and stuff like that. I didn't know much about it. This is good. Mm. I like, I like I, these conversations. I still, I still don't know much about it, but I'm, yeah. I'm slowly learning. So. Oh, that's it. I knew nothing about Japan, like, before I started dating Mike's girlfriend, and she loved it, and that inspired me to, to learn Japanese, because we were eventually going to go there. And, yeah, far, I learned they're a phenomenal bunch of people. Like, in Australia, where I find... Uh, we have a lot of the same kind of people here. Like, it's... Because we're so far away from, from mm. everything. Like, I f- fair enough, we have a very, very diverse culture. Like, we're open to, to anyone almost. Um, but still, if you want to, you can you can stay in a very niche group for as long as you want. Because if you go from Brisbane to Sydney, I feel like the Australian people that you meet aren't that much different. They're not. I, I don't want to use the word because it sounds offensive, but I'm just going to have to... It, Australian people I've found are very ignorant. And I suppose it's not really just Australians, that's a lot of people. Yeah, we're generalising here very bad, I suppose. We, we are, yeah, very, very com- ignorant, but I suppose you could, you could put that to anyone, really. Yeah, like and bring you back population. to what I said before about if someone's trying to speak to you in a language that is obviously not their first, yeah. and it's just communication is so difficult that the person who does speak the language looks at them and is just like, I can't be bothered with this, because they can't understand or you can't communicate so you just cut yourself off from potentially experiencing a lot more than what you could have yeah just because you can't communicate properly yeah and you're not even willing to put up the effort to help them communicate I've seen it yeah actually coming from that I've seen it before at a train station there was a bunch of um, Chinese I think Chinese I was hearing the tones and the language so I can sort of recognise the difference between Chinese and Japanese and Korean now when they're spoken um, and there were a group of Chinese people talking to each other, and then an older gentleman came up and started swearing at them and saying, "You were speak English while you're in this country. Don't don't speak your own language." And I was, I was kind of, I took offence to that. I'm like, I don't. How is yeah. that, that a rule? You're gonna I, and I was glad rules. that a, a lady intervened and said, sort of told the old man off and just said, "Hey, like leave them alone," kind of thing. 
I, if, if she didn't come in, I think I would have gotten involved and just said, hey, man, like, calm down. It's all right. Like, leave them alone. Yeah, but he was very, very aggressive towards a group of Chinese people or whoever. Like, was, it didn't matter. Like, the fact that they're Chinese doesn't matter. Like, it could have been any group of people not speaking English. I'm sure he probably would have done the same thing. But it's, it's crazy how people are like that sometimes. Hmm. Literally just, getting mad over the fact that you can't understand somebody. Like... How, how would you think they feel if you go to their country and you're just blabbering English ignorantly and then you you tell them it's their problem because they can't understand you? Yeah. I mean, like, you're in their country. I, I guarantee that man would have made no effort at all to speak their language if he was there. I guarantee it. When I went to Japan, I, was, I would struggle with talking Japanese because, of course, I'd only been learning it for a few months at a time. And it was amazing how how much effort the Japanese people would put in to try and help you speak Japanese or try and understand what you're trying to say. Mm. Or they would, even if their English was as bad as your Japanese, they would try to speak English to you. I was amazed at how much, I don't know, how involved they would get. Mm. That's what I want to try to do here or anywhere I go, really. is Less ignorant. (laughs) Yeah, just, I don't know, be nice and try and help people out. Like, if they're trying, don't shut them down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if you're in the position of, oh, I, I don't know what I'm doing, obviously you'd want help from somebody. Like, So why would you not do that to someone else if, if they're struggling as well? Like, If you're struggling, obviously you'd want help. So why would you turn that away from someone else? Yeah, that's like at, um, just at the yoga class today. We were struggling. Oh, we were just struggling. struggling. Absolute struggle street. But... um. Yeah, no one, no one sort of said anything about it. Like, obviously, people would probably see that we were struggling at some point, but mm. everyone just kept doing their thing, and that was encouraging just by watching other people give it a go. Yeah, exactly. Just keep going. Just keep trying. That's what it comes back to. But, so, that's uh, part of my day. <laughs> yes. Going back so to So, wake that. up early, no walk, breakfast. Walk, walk dog, no walk breakfast. Walk dog, work, come home, work, yep. study Lithuanian. Gym. Oh, work, no, gym, gym, gym. and then I've, study. I, I have buggered that up a few times. I've studied before going to the gym, and I instantly regret doing that because I then end up at gym at peak hour, and I'm just... That is when I walk inside, I see the standing room only, and I just tap out. I'm just like, nah. I'm going, Too many people. Going outside, and I usually just go outside and do a whole lot of body weight exercises, which still is enough for me, but... We've been getting a lot into that lately. Body weight yeah. exercises. Sometimes I just I do prefer to throw some heavy things around. It is quite therapeutic. That's all you need, really. Hey, if you're starting gym, you, all you need is what? A body. Yeah, your body. That's you it. You can do squats, lunges, pull-ups, chin-ups, dips, push-ups. That is the only prerequisite for exercise is you need a body. Yeah. And everyone has one of those, so yeah. you've literally got really no excuse. Unless you are... I hate absolutely, excuses. absolutely wheelchair bound and quadriplegic. You've got no excuse. Yeah, exactly. So. Just get in and do it. That's it. Mm. I hate excuses. I mean, there's a, there's a guy at our gym. I don't know if you've seen him. He has um multiple sclerosis. Yeah. This guy, this guy's body is literally seizing up on him if unless he moves. And he goes to the gym every fucking day, day in day out, to stop his body from freezing up on him. So you know, I mean, this this guy's got a condition that would literally buckle him. And he's still not using it as an excuse. Yeah, that's I love that. Meanwhile, people are sitting on the couch. You know, going, the, oh, I'm too lazy. Whatever the top three main killers, or whatever, let's just say the top few diseases that kill people in the world right now. 
are preventable by eating right and exercise. Heart disease, whatever's next and whatever's next, so I can't remember exactly the top three, but definitely heart disease. Uh, well, sorry, not curable, but maybe preventable. By well, prevention is the best cure. Yeah, prevention is the best cure. Right. So that's like, that's what, that's what our, would you say that's, that's one of our missions in life is to um, help people move more and eat better? Exactly. I think that's that's what, what one of my missions is personally, and if I can get do the inspire people to do that, that's move more, eat better, and yeah. that reminds me of back before we uh, lost our last recording. Um, <laughs> coming back to like diet nutrition, my my biggest rule for food is if you can grow it, you can eat it, because yeah, n- no one ever grew a protein bar, no one ever grew a Mars bar or a Twix. Yeah, like. Can't, if it, you, you have to unwrap it out of a, a shiny, lovely wrapper. You probably shouldn't be eating it. Just saying. Yeah. Well, if it comes in a packet, I'm pretty sure lettuce lettuce does come in a packet sometimes. But yeah, like oats actual, come in a packet. So, but, but it's not shiny. It's pretty plain packaging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it comes in a shiny packaging with like heaps of highlighter colors, like look at the look if at it's the fruit loops. Yeah. Fruit, let's use fruit loops as an example. Sorry, fruit loops. No, actually, not sorry. I can't even say fruit loops. All right, I've had too much caffeine. I'm shaking everywhere. Um, Fruit Loops. If it looks like a Fruit Loops box, and the advertising is just a whole bunch of bright colours, mm. if it's then, literally marketed to catch your eye and make you look at it, so you buy it, probably shouldn't. Yeah, like a banana is not trying to catch your eye. No, <laughs> not at all. That, a Maybe, banana just is. actually. Let's actually. I digress. So, well, for me, when, it when, is, if I you're if you're a so. monkey, if you're a monkey walking through the forest. A banana is, is catching your eye because, oh. and that's what we still are, right? We're still monkeys. We haven't changed much since seventy thousand years ago when we started Just walking out of the trees. Our or, forest, or however our forest long that was. Sort of food are a little bit more organised now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have to. We're lucky in the fact that, well, some people would argue that we're not so lucky that we don't have to forage for food. But that's that's what we're sort of trained to do. We're trained to, or we're not trained, but we've evolved to eat things that are sweet and whatever and <laughs> this is my show we keep that on there uh, if you didn't hear that that's good um, like these things like fruits and vegetables and stuff like that um, we're trained to we're, we've evolved to eat things that we recognize as giving us energy and the reason why sort of I don't know so like sugary foods and fast food and all that are, are so addictive and so many people like that that's their main source of calories essentially these days is because it's it's so easily accessible and because it's so easily eaten like you can eat a cheeseburger whilst driving a car whilst talking on the phone whilst walking down the street and that'll have more calories than what a, ki- a kilo of sweet potato. Yeah, you'll exactly. Have, you'll have a two hundred gram burger. It's it's from Macca's, which it's is calorie dense foods, yeah. and that's what we've evolved to sort of to look for is how can we get more calories in. Um, but it's never been so more available char- than it has. Less. Yeah, exactly. How, how can we give you more for less? We'll fill it full of shit. Yeah. What, what do you think McDonald's like use those colors red and yellow because red and yellow attract your eyes like that's oh. well red, look, actually, red triggers what we hunger just, in the what brain. What we just said. A banana is yellow, so that's what we're we're walking. We're monkeys. We're walking through the jungle. We see yellow. We're gonna we're gonna hit that. Oh, so that's that's yeah. maybe why that's McDonald's is yellow and red. You said what? Red. Yeah, red red triggers um your your brain to give signals off that you're hungry. So red is literally a hunger, hunger color. 
Yeah. So why do you think KFC, uh, Hungry Jack's, Burger King even, they use red. Um, Yellow as well. Popeye's like, Chicken in America, if you've ever done that. In-N-Out yeah, Burger. Red Rooster. Red literally Rooster. called Red Rooster. <laughs> every, like, nearly every fast food joint, I guarantee you, will probably be using red as a colour. And that's, it's bright, it'll catch your eye, and it'll make you feel hungry. Guarantee you. So. My favourite are, now look, Joey and I are, are not qualified doctors. God, no. <laughs> we, we know a little bit about nutrition, but that's all of our own learning. So uh, everything we say, take with a grain of salt. We're not playing playing doctor on the internet. We're not trying to, I don't know. I wouldn't call it fact, but we're speaking from a place of experience. We've, we've tried the yeah. things, we've seen what works for us, and we've taken what, what's good and left out what's bad. I literally don't recommend anything to anyone that I haven't tried. Mm. And if, if someone asks me, like, what's your opinion on this supplement in terms of whatever... I, I've got a nutrition degree, but if I don't know, I'll literally tell them I don't know. Like, do your own that's, research. That's a big one. People, I, I get that question a lot, especially at the airport, because um, not a lot of people... Actually, I'm, I think it's funny. I, I seem to have inspired a fair few people at work just from being fit, and they always come and talk to me about fitness and stuff, which is somewhat annoying sometimes because fitness isn't just my... It's not the only thing in my life. It's my lifestyle, but like, I enjoy living. So I don't just dedicate my entire life to fitness, which some people do. But um, I get the question about supplements a lot. What supplement yeah, should I take for this? Me what, too. what supplement? And I just turn around, I look at people, and I'm like, what? The biggest thing I say is just food. Yeah. Well, but a supplement. I'm like, no. What does supplement mean as a word? Supplement to supplement what you aren't getting from yeah. what you should what's be giving that, yourself. What's that? Um, that I don't know. I want to say terms and conditions, but not really. Like advice that every supplement comes on with the package. Oh like, yeah, the recommendation. It's like when coupled with um, regular exercise and a healthy diet. Yeah. It like I, I'm pretty sure nearly every supplement in the world has that in small writing on it somewhere. When used in conjunction with regular exercise and a healthy diet. There's no secret. Like, like we still we haven't yet invented a pill to that we can take that t- supplies us with all the nutrition we need and will burn fat off us like no tomorrow. I don't think Keep I'd want it. If there was a pill, I don't think I'd want it. I love yeah, food way too much. Like food yeah. is something you essentially have to have every day, so why not make it worthwhile? There's nothing I like more than having a feed with friends. Mm. That's yeah. and working out with friends, having a feed with friends, talking like we are now. Like I think that's on the pinnacle. Like when you say come round for a feed or when I say come round for a feed, like oh, mate, well, let's that... go work out together. Oh, that phrase! I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's an Australian phrase, but just that phrase. You look at your mate, and you're just keen for a feed. Yes. Like four <laughs> four words. When you, you look at each other, you get that feed, look mate. in the eyes. Keen for a feed. Like your your eyes expand, your pupils dilate, head tilts down a bit. You're looking. You're looking <laughs> upwards. Up. You know the look. Mate, you're just like mate. You know the look. Keen for a feed, and that phrase just has never made me so moist. <laughs> What are you up to this afternoon? Oh, mate, i got to take my lovely puppy over there for a walk because I did not get to do that this morning. I we just, had yoga early. Yeah, we did. I was going to get up early before yoga, but decidedly didn't. It is my one day off this week. Um, I've had, what, I think a total of maybe three days off in the past 18. So, um, yeah, I think I'll just uh, have a relaxing afternoon. Might go for another swim, dog, dog walking, but... My afternoon's probably going to consist mostly of cooking, reading, and writing. Have you read any of that um, Tim Ferriss book, Tools of Oh, I only just got that yesterday. I did. Oh. 
did get my tools of tight. So I was wondering why that was taking so long to get here. But apparently Mark came the other day and he picked it up for me and just never told me. So my book's been sitting here for a couple of days without me realising. And if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, so Tim Ferriss is one of my favourite people in the whole world. He's authored books like The 4-Hour Workweek, The 4-Hour Body, The 4-Hour Chef, which all sound like gimmick marketing plans, but they're filled with uh, filled with incredible tips and tricks on, on just how to do anything, really. Mm. on Like, he's covered all bases. But his newest book is is probably the first one I've, I've bought straight away. Um, it's called Tools of Titans. So he runs a podcast. He's actually one of the people that's inspired me to start this podcast. Hopefully and we'll have him on the show. Yeah, we'll that get him on the show one time. If you, Timmy, if you're somehow miraculously listening to this, I would love for you to come on the show and I would also love to come on your show one day. So that's the goal. Sign me up. I'll be yeah. there too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joey's, Joey's keen to come if you want him on there. Um, but maybe after I've done more episodes and get made the podcast a bit higher quality, who knows? I'm, I'm certainly enjoying it. I'm, I'm not going to be stopping anytime soon. I've got, what's this, episode 18? 82 more episodes to go before uh, I hit that magical 100. My goodness. Hopefully by then I'll be somewhat fluent in Lithuanian. Yeah. We'll oh, get... that's, that's a salvo. Definitely going to be studying. Yeah. But <laughs> we keep going off on tangents. Tools of Titans. We like to uh, just read a little passage of it every so often and then just talk about it. Mm. Have you read anything? I, I haven't had the opportunity. No, no, actually we did. In the bookshop. What was that one package we, pa- passage we talked about from... Oh, um, I can't remember. Was I... it BJ... Miller. Miller. And it was cookies. Yeah. Yeah, he was talking about cookies. Oh. And so BJ Miller, what, this is one passage of the book and it's not meant to be read from start to finish. It's just how I read is I literally just pick it up, flip to a random spot and... And just read it. So essentially, it's Tim's podcast. He's done 200 plus episodes with interviewed some of the most successful people in the world, as seen by society. Depends on what your definition of success is, whatever. Um, and he's collated all the things he's learnt from these people and put them into a book that's 700 pages. It's a big book. It is a, quite it's, a thick book. It's like a bible, and it's just filled with all these like learns and tips and routines that are that these people are. I don't know, live by, and we turned to one page in a bookstore the other day. Oh, not even that. I turned, I picked up the book, I yeah. turned to this page, and I started reading it, and that was, it was just funny. Then um, Burke here picked up the same book, obviously, and he flipped to a random page, and it just happened to be, we've both flicked to the exact same page. I don't know. That, don't even know how we did it. Yeah, like this is a 700 page book. That's and a, we picked that's a up one off. each. That's yeah. a one off. I don't like, think we could do that again if we tried. Even if I was searching for that right page, it would still take me a long time to find. Oh, that's yeah. the first time I've held that book in my hands. And we both flipped to the exact same page on two different books. So we were both holding the same. Do you think book. it was like the middle of the book? I can't remember, I but it was it was know. ridiculous. Yeah. And so the tip, the B, the B J Miller one was um, talking about cookies, and he, he so B J Miller. I know the background to this because he uh he's been on the Tim Ferriss's podcast. I've listened to it. He's essentially lost... He lost three limbs when he was 26 or something like that. Shit. He got electrocuted. Oh, and so he's only got one working limb. And he, he deals in um, hospice care. He's a doctor. So uh, hospice... Is that... Am I saying that right? Hospice? Mm, it's like, like right at the end of people's life. Um, where essentially, if you, if you go to a hospice or... I don't know if I'm saying it right. I think it's, I think it's hospice. Essentially, you're within the last few last sort of time frame of your life you, you, you're sort of about to die and 
he he's helped over a thousand people die, and I don't I don't know what that looks like. He's only it's only the book only gives a very minimal insight. I could as you could imagine, like you could never describe it how what it's like to to help a thousand people move on to the to where whatever's next after life. And his his simple thing was one thing they do at the hospice care they they bake cookies because the smell of fresh cookies makes everyone happy. Oh, oath it does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And how simple is that? Like it just just the fact of that you're smelling the the hot cookies and you're enjoying the smell. Like I oh. can't think of like that's so Stop simple, it. but it's just often people. But you do realize about. I'm still fasting. <laughs> well, I, I haven't eaten. Actually, I lied. I ate a banana before, and I had something before the yoga class. But don't get me wrong, I'm hungry. Mm. But um, fresh cookies. I don't really eat cookies, but I oh, do love cookies. Do cookies are amazing. I get cookies every time I give blood. They are some good cookies. Oh, I try to. Byron give Bay Cookie Co. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, so good. Byron Bay makes a lot of good stuff. Honey, if you're ever in Australia, go to Byron Bay. Honey, people, community, just go. But that's what we need to do on a future episode, Joey. We need to literally grab this book and uh, flip through a few pages and just read out some tips from it and just discuss them. I could be about that. Yeah. It is a, it's a very thick book. Very thick book. But what um, do you reckon? We wrap this up? If we must. If we must. It is getting... I don't know how long we've spoken for. I, feel I don't like know. Yeah, but me too. But there's so, this many, has been so many topics. We could keep going. I, I honestly think we could keep going if we wanted to. But if I didn't oh, have work this afternoon, if I didn't have to eat, I've only got a few more shifts left and, and I'm going to be free. So we'll pick a day and we'll just keep going. Oh. Just explore the rabbit hole. <laughs> we'll write down some topics and just see how far we can get. Oh, mate, we'll what were we talking about in the car through. this morning? Happiness. Oh, far out. The study, we won't, of, the study of happiness. We oh, won't start no. on that. We won't oh, start on that today. Something. That's... That's for another episode, maybe like 27 or something. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll, p- we'll pick that up later. But guys, thank you so much for listening. Epic news. I'm almost at uh, 500 total listens for all of the episodes so far. I don't know how accurate that number is, but it's what SoundCloud is telling me. I'm so stoked about that. And that's I've... just on SoundCloud, by the way. That's, that's, not, just, that's not iTunes podcast or... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know There's how the stats work. a few different mediums here. That being said... That's not what I'm after. I'm just after having a good time. I'm having fun with this podcast. I'm having fun creating something new. If you want to find me, I'm not on social media at all at the moment. That'll last at least till the end of this month. Uh, my website is mrdburke.com. I've just started a newsletter called A Few Cool Things. Very wary of all of your time. I know how valuable it is, and I, I value my time a lot. So once a month or once every so often, I'll send you... I'll send you guys, uh, if you sign up to the newsletter from my website, five or less things that uh, I'm, I think will be worth your time. So uh, check that out if you want. Uh, that's mrdburke.com. If you have any feedback, happy to hear it. My email is daniel at mrdburke.com. Any final words, Joey? Oh, mate, not really. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, I look very forward to coming back and, and talking about Umbrella. happiness and more topics, really. It's been fun. It's been fun, man. Where can people find you? Um, mate, you can all you can all find me on Instagram. Um, Joseph Drury, all one word. D R U R Y is my last name. Um, Epic. Instagram is probably the only thing I really use social media wise anymore. I do use Snapchat from time to time, but even that's slowly dropping off. Social media in general is just slowly dropping out of my life. It's not what I'm about. It's good to take a break. It is, and I'm more about human interaction, not computing interaction. Hundred percent. That's what this show is all about. So. Hope you enjoyed this. 
I don't really have much to say, but oh, actually, if you learn something new today, make sure you share it with someone. Mm-hmm. Maybe that can be my sign-off. I've been saying that the last few episodes, haven't I? So, catch you tomorrow, day 19. See you guys. Catch you later.